Hello Church, good day and welcome to our Blessed Weekend service. As usual, every time during Blessed Weekend, we would like to feature the talented students from various schools and today, we are privileged to have Cherry from the Alliance of Chin Refugees, Jenny from REC Roof Education Center, and Sean from Mikalai School of Destiny to lead us in a worship song on the goodness of God. Let us turn to our screens and join them in worship. Hallelujah. fails me in all my days I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay in my head oh I will sing of the goodness of God so my life you have So, so good With every breath that I am able Oh, I'm going to sing Of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me to the fire In darkest nights you are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God Cause all my life you have been faithful Of the goodness of God Your goodness is running after It's running after me Your goodness is running after It's running after me And my life laid down I'm surrendering now I give you everything your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. And my life laid down, I'm surrendering now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's 
Father God, I thank you, Lord, that truly we can join uh, these students, O Lord, to declare your goodness. For truly you are our good, good Father, and you will never fail us nor forsake us. That even as we celebrate uh, and even declare your goodness during this blessed weekend, O Lord, we want to truly uh, thank you, Lord, for you have brought hope and life to these ones. So I pray, O Lord, that this simple message on the blessed weekend will truly spur our hearts, O Lord, that you will truly send people alongside even the blessed ministry, that together we will bring hope and life to these ones. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, welcome back again. Uh, what does BLESS stands for? So BLESS is the acronym for Bringing Life Through Evangelism and Social Services. So uh, the next uh, slide on your screen, uh, you will see that uh, this is how the BLESS ministry looks like. Uh, you have Catherine Poir, who is the head uh, of the BLESS ministry. And uh, over on the other side is the Yanma mission, headed by our sister, uh, Tanya Lee. So uh, those boxes which are highlighted in golden yellow, uh, this is what we are doing at Blast Ministry. So we have Blast Cafe, we have the Blast Shops uh, run by Sister Tina as the head of operations. We have the Crossroad, uh, which is actually the drug rehabilitation centers that we run. Uh, and of course, uh, we have the Blast Refugees, which are all the Yanmari schools uh, that we support. So uh, what are the income generators for BLESS ministry? So as mentioned earlier, uh, we run uh, BLESS shops. So we have a few BLESS shops uh, uh, in various locations. And uh, during better times before the MCO period, uh, we used to have BLESS cafe where we serve breakfast uh, every Sunday morning uh, to, to serve uh, even the people who come to church for worship. So these two uh, initiatives or income generators, Blast Shop and Blast Cafe, whatever income that we get from these two uh, ministries uh, goes to support the Blast initiative. So what are these initiatives? Number one, uh, we feed uh, 800 over students uh, on a daily basis. Uh, and we give them general provisions. Uh, we also provide education books and school stationaries to them. So secondly, we provide leadership program for the refugee students uh, and also some discipleship programs for the teachers and the leaders in this school. Uh, this also, uh, uh, this income that we generate from the blessed ministry also goes to support the urban poor and the marginalized communities. And last but not least, 
We also support the drug rehabilitation centers uh, run by Pastor Richard. So 2019 has been a bumper harvest year for the blessed ministry. And as you can see from this table, uh, from 2016, uh, from 68% subsidy by the church on our blessed initiatives, uh, right until 2019, we were actually in the positive, that's why you see a negative sign there, uh, we were already self-sustaining. So 2019, we were also blessed with two vans from donors, which we have put to good use. And we want to thank you for the donors for your support. So as you can see on your screen, uh, these two vans have been put to good use for our daily operations. Once again, thank you so much to the two generous donors. So what happened to us during the COVID-19 situation? So the Black Shops, we were closed for three months uh, during the MCO period. And Blast Cafe, uh, we are closed indefinitely, although we are going back to church physically, uh, but we have yet uh, to see how we want to reopen uh, and uh, put in place the necessary SOPs. So be patient with us. Uh, even as we look to see how we can reopen the Blast Cafe. So uh, what did we do to make up for the loss in income? So to make up for the loss in income, uh, we did a few initiatives. So there was a sale of Bak Chang uh, during the MCO period. Uh, and uh, right now, uh, post-MCO, the Blast Shops, we are having a post-MCO sale and everything is going for just five ringgit. So uh, do come and uh, visit our Blast Shops and you'll be surprised that you will find very good items just for five ringgit. So the next thing that we did is we had this collaboration with business partners from Zara, Musimo, Duty, uh, Pull and Bear, uh, Bushka, uh, and these are donation of clothing from their own customers. So uh, these are what we did uh, to make up for the lost income. So as you can see on your screen right now, these are the sales of Bak Chang during the MCO period, uh, anchored by our staff and Blast Cafe volunteers. Uh, and uh, you'd be surprised, it generated uh, sales of over 30,000 ringgit. So thank you very much uh, again for your generosity. So like I mentioned earlier, Blast Shops, uh, items, we are selling everything at five ringgit for most of the items except for handbags and some leather goods. Uh, so this is truly uh, something you won't see in any shop. Even Daiso is more expensive than five ringgit. So do come and support us and you'll be surprised you will find very good items even in our blessed shop. Okay, so for those who are craving for roast pork, so uh, because of uh, this uh, MCO period, we cannot have any stalls being set up in the church. So uh, we are still selling some items and this is roast pork that we are selling. So if you have a craving for roast pork, and these are very delicious roast pork, it melts in your mouth. Uh, so you see uh, Tina Chong's number on screen, uh, please do contact her. Although, uh, order as much as you want or you can eat for your family and friends and do bless us because 
uh, whatever that we receive from the sales goes towards the BLESS initiatives as well. So uh, what else did we do during the MCO period? Uh, during the MCO period, uh, through the COVID-19 fund that we have launched, uh, BLESS ministry continued to help the refugees, the poor and the marginalized, and the communities by providing daily provisions, food aid, and financial support to the falling. So hundreds of refugee families, numbering thousands uh, around uh, KL, the Klang Valley, uh, and various locations. And number two, uh, we also assist other churches in their own mission outreach uh, to the aliens and the foreigners. Uh, and number three, the B40s and the urban poor communities. Number four, we also supported some old folks home uh, and also the hospital staffs, daycare uh, fees for their own children because uh, they are all working in the hospital. So there were nobody to take care of their children. So we supported them uh, by uh, footing the daycare fees for their children. And last but not least, uh, even our SIB KL members and families, uh, we also helped them uh, over the MCO period. So these are some photographs uh, of the BLESS ministry in action. Uh, so as you can see, uh, even some communities, they were under uh, enhanced MCO where barbed wires were put around uh, the community. Uh, so we have to make arrangement to send food to them even uh, beyond the barbed wires. So these are some of the refugees communities that we reach out to. Uh, so uh, again, old folks home, uh, and we also help the Rohingya uh, communities who have uh, UNHCR cards. Uh, and during the MCO period, there were also families uh, who were very productive, so they gave birth uh, to babies, so they were not able to foot their hospital bills so we also uh, assisted and uh, helped them cover part, partly their hospital bills. We also went in partnership with YWAM in Penang uh, for their Makan Kongsi uh, feeding program for the poor. Uh, last but not least, uh, we also helped the urban poor uh, and the underprivileged children uh, at a home. So thank you so much, SIBKL. You have been such a generous uh, church, and uh, without your support, uh, we will not be able to do all this. Truly, the Lord will bless you uh, for your generous support. So right now, uh, I would like to play uh, a testimony video of Pum Hao Tuang, uh, one of the refugees from Zomi uh, Center, and uh, just uh, listen and tune in and listen closely uh, to this testimony of Brother Pum. Education 
ตุ้งข้ามีนะมังบังอินตะอมัวชิคุมจุนคุมชิคังกะลนงอนชุขาจีนะเสียวันเตนงเกจียงอินะกิบอลนางจงเนยโลวินะสุเลปายบังมาเ
Hi, my name is Blessing, and I'm turning 15 this September 12th. Um, and I'm a student in Sunway Material Learning Center. When the government announced about the MCO, I have a mixed feeling. I don't know if you guys have not. But on one hand, I didn't have to go to school. Yeah, it was quite exciting. It felt like holiday bay extended, so. But then I realized that I can't continue my studies and I can't go to the next grade. So I was a bit worried. Um, because my age is getting older and it is older than the age required for the grade 6, you know. But in the end of April, I'm very grateful that our teachers arranged, uh, arranged online classes for us. I was quite happy. But initially we're not very used to a new mode of learning, so we have problems like connectivities and devices. But after going through the adjustment period, I was really quite happy. Uh, I was really grateful that I can continue my studies and I was happy for my friends too. I know that teachers are working very hard giving the effort to give us lessons because it's never the same giving us lessons from school days and nowadays with the online classes. So that's why I want to Thank each and every one of them. Say thank you, teachers. Hi, I'm Lin. I'm the head of uh, Sumi Mandatory Learning Center. When the government announced MCO and all the schools are going to close, I was quite worried about the children's education. Uh, I have no idea what the children are doing at home without any school work. So uh, I was quite worried about the children. Then I heard some of the colleges and international schools, they're going to do online teaching. So I was thinking, why not I also doing the same thing, online teaching. But the problem is I have not enough manpower. So at first I can only do two classes, grade six and grade eight. However, I still have few subjects that I do not have any teachers to teach. But I really thank God for assigned BKL plus ministry they have helped me to recruit few volunteer teachers to fill up the vacancy. They really put their heart and bus to teach the children, despite lying about and also many different kinds of technical teachers. By the grace of God, today we can do online classes for grade two, three, four, six, and eight. I really thank God for that. Once again, I would like to convey my gratitude to SIB Kiel for your support and also all the volunteer teachers for your help and your kind heart and also your willingness to impart your knowledge to the children. Thank you so much. May God bless you all.
So if you have been touched uh, even by the testimonies by both Blessing and Brother Colin, uh, may I urge you if there is a tugging in your heart to be a volunteer, please sign up to be a blessed volunteer today. Uh, the contact is on your screen. You can write to katherine at sibkl.org.my and we would love to hear from you uh, and recruit you to be a blessed volunteer. So uh, moving along, another initiative that we support is the Blessed Crossroads. This is the drug rehabilitation support uh, and we continue to support the Kenosis uh, Home Drug Rehabilitation Centers and they have programs uh, to help residents embrace uh, Christian virtues and they offer them a caring, supportive and disciplined environment uh, to kick off the habit of drug abuse. Uh, their centers also focus to help empower the residents to live a purposeful and drug-free life. Uh, they run five homes as follows. Uh, the details you can read off the screens. So there is the Kenosis Home, uh, the Kenosis Home KL Morning Glory, uh, the Rainbow Home, as well as uh, the Mantin Kenosis Homes. So this is Brother uh, Richard right in the middle of these three gentlemen. Uh, on his right is Brother Bob, uh, and Brother LV. So these three gentlemen uh, run these refugee schools and recently they were awarded, as you can see on the screen, uh, with a certificate of appreciation and they were named as one of the best run drug rehabilitation centers around. So uh, you can see on the screen, a Rainbow Home for Girls as well as the Kenesis Home uh, in Mantin. So, because of the MCO, the next initiative, which is our Yanma mission, uh, is put on hold uh, because we cannot travel out of the country. So, but we continue to uh, support them financially. Uh, and you can see on your screen, uh, this is the head uh, of the Yanma mission, uh, Tanya Lee. Uh, and she has been truly a great support to us, uh, even as we continue to send financial aid uh, to the orphanages and to the pastors uh, in the mission uh, field in Myanmar. So, uh, last weekend, uh, my mess the message that I want to bring to you and the title of my sermon is Bringing Hope and Life. So what you have heard, uh, even through the testimonies and the sharing of the many photographs on screen, uh, we were actually bringing hope and life to these ones. And the key scripture for this morning or this afternoon, whichever time you're tuned in, is from Psalm 9 verse 18. But God will never forget the needy. The hope of the afflicted will never perish. So God will never forget the needy. And so may I urge all of us that we too will not forget the poor and needy. The poor and needy, uh, you know, they, they feel as though they have been forgotten, that no one is remembering their plight, but God remembers. God offers encouragement and hope uh, to these ones, even through whatever situation that they are in. So Jonathan Edwards has this to say, there is nothing more clearer in the Bible 
then our duty and care for the poor. So if the Lord has blessed us, what is this blessing for? This blessing is to bless others. So in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 15, uh, reading from these verses, if there is among you a poor man of your brethren within any of the gates in your land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall open your hand wide to him and willingly lend him sufficient for his need, whatever he needs. You shall surely give to him, and your heart should not be grieved when you give to him. Because for this thing, the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all uh, to which you put your hand. For the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore, I command you, saying, You shall open your hand wide to your brother, to your poor and your needy in your land. So this is not just a suggestion. This is not just a good opinion. As you have read in the verse, it is truly a command from the Lord that we open wide our hands and bless and help our poor brother, our poor sister, and those who are in need. Amen. So, Mother Teresa has this to say, we think sometimes that poverty is only being hungry, uh, being uh, naked and homeless. The poverty of being unwanted, unloved and uncared for is the greatest poverty. We must start in our homes to remedy this kind of poverty. So uh, even uh, you may be saying to me, Pastor, I don't even have enough for myself. How to help people? You know, I may lose my job. You know, my savings is depleting. How can I help uh, even these ones? Well, as you can read from your screen in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 8, uh, and now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given to the Macedonian churches in the midst of a very severe trial. Their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty well up in rich generosity. So, my dear friends, even as we look at this example of the Macedonians, even in the midst of their extreme poverty, their generosity well up and they were able to help the community around them. So how do we bring hope and life to this one? So if you forget everything that I've shared today, just remember this acronym, C-A-R-E, CARE. So comfort the poor and needy, alleviate their plight, rebuild their lives, encourage them. So comfort the poor and needy. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, uh, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, 
so that we can comfort the, those in any trouble and the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds to Christ. If we are distressed, it is to your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. So Paul considers God the Father a comforter, a paraclete or a paraclesis in the Greek word. We also know that the Holy Spirit is given to us as our paraclete, our comforter, and God in every aspect of His being is full of comfort, strength, and help for each one of us. God's comfort can be given and received through others. During this MCO period, uh, the very first thing which uh, we were worried for for the refugees is how are they going uh, to have food supplies and who is going to help them. And many of them uh, contacted us and even through the phone, uh, we have to comfort them, we have to assure them that truly, uh, as pastors, we really need to reach out to these ones and give them the assurance. Even in my own district, as a district pastor, uh, I have to wear many hats because many people, they are very lost even in the MCO period and we have to reach out to them and to assure them and to comfort them. The second point is alleviate their plight. So uh, what is the meaning of this word alleviate? So it is to make the suffering or the deficiency uh, or a problem less severe. So in Isaiah 1 verse 7, he says, learn to do right, seek justice, defend your press, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. So immigrants and foreigners, they are very vulnerable as most of them are displaced and there is no one to take up their cause. So we can make a difference to alleviate their plight. In Leviticus 19 verse 33 to 34, when a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And in Romans 12 verse 13, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. So one of the most uh, challenging mission for us uh, during the MCO period is to alleviate the plight of other groups of refugees and foreigners who during uh, normal times uh, were not under our care and supervision. So we have to go beyond protocol uh, and, and even look for volunteers that, that some of them, they were in enhanced uh, MCO uh, territory where barbed wires were all around their community. So what we did was we rang up some volunteers and we also engaged some grab drivers 
and they were able to send food even beyond the barbed wires to reach out to these refugee uh, homes. So we thank God for each one of you and even for the grab drivers. The third point is rebuild their lives. In Romans 14, 19, so then we pursue the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. First Thessalonians 5.11 Therefore, encourage one another and build up one another just as you also are doing. Ephesians 4.16 From Him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So among the initiatives launched as part of the overall uh, post-MCO COVID-19 program are uh, the Refugee Employment Aid Program, or in short, REAP, and we also engage with the young adults uh, and the adults employment uh, aid. So what we did was we worked with the workplace ministry as well as some YA pastors. Uh, and currently, uh, I have a few resumes with me uh, and I'm trying to connect to see how we can match jobs to this one. So my appeal to you uh, viewing uh, on, online right now, if you are an employer or a business owner uh, and you are still employing, uh, please contact me. My contact is on screen. Uh, you can write to me at jeffrey.chua at sibkl.org.my. Last but not least, we need to encourage them. So encourage is to give support, give confidence and hope to someone. So in Hebrews 10, verse 24 to 25, and I'm, I have paraphrased this, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet uh, together, albeit via Zoom for now, as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day drawing near. And in Galatians 6 verse 2, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. And in 1 John 3 verse 17 to 18, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them. How can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us love with words or speech. Let us, sorry, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. So don't be a NATO, no action, talk only, but be one who is encouraging be one who really reach out your hand to touch them, to really uh, lift them up again and to lend them courage. And in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8, it says, And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So we continue to encourage the refugee students the teachers and even the leaders uh, through Zoom sessions uh, and we are always in constant contact with them. So brothers and sisters, 
even as I bring this to a close, uh, in Hebrews 6 verse 10, he says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. On behalf of Blessed Ministry, we want to say thank you and thank you that truly you have been such a great encouragement to us. You have been such a generous donor and we pray and hope that you will continue to bring hope and life, not just to the refugees, but even to those who are in need in the SIBKL family, as well as the urban poor, even in our community. Let me remind you to sign up as a blessed volunteer and also to help us by buying the roast pork. Uh, the contact of Tina is there. So before we join the worship team, let me just uh, say the benediction and close this session in prayer. Let's pray. Father God, we thank Lord even for these words from you that how are we to bring hope and life to these ones? That is, we are to care for them, to comfort them uh, in their time of need, to elevate their plight, O oh Lord, to continue to rebuild their lives and to encourage them. So we thank you, Lord, even for the support from the sponsors as well as the volunteers. And we pray, Lord, that many will sign up to be volunteers and many will truly respond, Lord, even to be a sponsor for all these initiatives that we have. So before we go off, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his countenance towards you and grant you his shalom peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.